Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, 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 and how are you? All good? I really, really hope so. Really, really hope so. Me? Oh, I'm brilliant because it's Friday and who has got that Friday feeling? I know I have. Oh, I'm so looking forward to um, the weekend. Definitely. I'm really tired. So I need some rest and recuperation, which is what weekends are all about. <laughs> well, now, who got the riddle from yesterday? Hmm? Well, now, let's have a look. What was it? It was, uh, where are we? A boy was at a carnival and he went into a booth where a man said, if I write your exact weight on this piece of paper, then you can give me £50. However, if I can't, I will pay you £50. So the boy looked all around the booth and there was no sign of a um, pair of scales or anything like that. So he thought, ah, why not? No matter what the man says, I will just say that I weigh either less or more. He won't know. So the boy ended up paying the man. How did the man win? Well, Andrew knew. So well done to you, Andrew, because you guessed that being a carnival person, he was playing a trick. Um, and how did he play the trick? Well, he wrote on the piece of paper, your exact weight. Didn't write a number. He just wrote your exact weight, which is what he promised he could do. So, a <laughs> little bit of a trick one there, wasn't it? However, I've got one today. Well, it's a little bit hard. How can you leave a room with two legs and return with six legs? I'm stuck on that one. So come on, tell me your answers. Tell me who knows the answer to that one. How can you go out of a room with two legs and yet you come back into the room and you've got six all of a sudden? Doesn't make sense to me. Now, I do have a fun fact. And I love today's fun fact. I will tell you what it is. It is the word, it's a word, okay? And it's a word, respair. So not repair, respair. So R-E-S-P-A-I-R, -E okay? Um, so it's like despair, but with an R instead of a D. Now this comes from Louis. 
this fun fact. And I think we need to all start using this word in just everyday talk because it means, <clears throat> well, it's a 15th century word. So it comes from the 15th century and it means fresh hope or recovering from despair. I love the word. I think it's such a brilliant word. I'm, I was in despair, but now I am in despair <laughs> because I am recovering from my despair. I love it. Louis, that is brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, you must know by now I love words. I love spelling. I love anything like that. And um, so, yes, it's definitely, definitely something that I loved that. Oh, so we have some sporty fun facts. Ooh. So what sporty fun facts have we got? Uh, let's have a look, look, look. Um, can't find. Can't find where we were. Okay, so... Uh, do here we go. So, we are on this one. At the 2011 Criterium de Dauphine cycle race, some of the riders swerved and crashed when a herd of cows wandered onto the road and caused a pile-up. <clears throat> oh dear, that's not good, is it? Ooh, boxer Mike Tyson. This is a bit of an ouchy one and a yucky one. Boxer Mike Tyson once bit off a chunk of his opponent's right ear and spat it into the ring. That's not boxing, is it? Boxing is using your hands, not your teeth. Luckily, someone found the missing piece of ear, wrapped it up and gave it back. Oh, I wonder if they could fix it back on. Oh, that is a bit yucky. At the 1988 Olympics, diver Greg Luganis cracked his head on the diving board oh, and had to have stitches, but he came back and won a gold medal a few days later. Do you know what? I went on the diving board. Um, I used to dive quite a lot because um, I love swimming and um, Oh, now I'm absolutely petrified of heights, so there's no way that I would uh, be able to do it. But one day I was on the diving board <clears throat> and um, and I went to jump. But because it was wet, because everybody had been up there doing it, um, I slipped. My, so my legs slipped from under me, still went to dive and belly flopped. Oh, my goodness. Talk about sore. <coughs> belly flopping really hurts. <laughs> So Italian footballer Luigi Riva once kicked the ball so hard, oh my goodness, that he broke the arm of an unlucky spectator. Can you imagine going to watch a football match and coming back with a broken arm because somebody had kicked the football so hard at you? How awful. So another couple... Um, the poor pigeon, oh bless, 
the poor pigeon that got in the way when South African batsman Jacques Rudolph threw a ball back to his bowler, was instantly killed and fell straight to the ground. Oh, bless! I know the pigeons are a pain in my garden, but even so. When horseflies invaded a rugby pitch in Cornwall, one of the players was so badly bitten that his legs swelled up and he had to go to hospital. <sighs> That's not good. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Just days before the World Cup in 1966, the trophy was stolen. It was eventually found at the bottom of a hedge in South London by a dog called Pickles. <laughs> and lastly for today, uh, there are lots of bee colonies at the Visakapatnam... I'm probably did not say that right so I do apologize cricket stadium in India when the bees come out in swarms all the players and spectators have to lie flat on the ground <laughs> until they've gone <laughs> oh my goodness can you imagine going to watch cricket and having to lay flat on the ground oh my goodness me but at least they don't try and move them at least they don't try and kill them um, they obviously respect the bees, so because they are very important. OK, so uh, what day is it apart from being fantastic Friday? Um, it's the 4th of August. We're getting closer to the middle of August. Oh, my goodness. Um, and we have what other days? Ooh. National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Who likes chocolate chip cookies? Who doesn't like chocolate chip cookies? More to the point, that would be a smaller answer, wouldn't it? Um, it's also National White Wine Day. One for the mummies, definitely. So there's one for the mummies, National White Wine Day. And one for the daddies, International Beer Day. <laughs> So there's one for everybody. Um, it is International Clouded Leopard Day. Have you ever heard of a clouded leopard? They look a bit like a leopard, uh, apart from sometimes they've got stripes and um, spots on. But they're a gorgeous colour. Um, but they're not as big as a leopard. They're too big to be said that they're normal cats domestic cats okay um it's because they're too big for those but they're not big enough to be classed as a big cat so like a lion or a tiger um so and they're only tiny and so gorgeous i saw some pictures of them when i was researching this and it was oh my goodness they were adorable but they are endangered so we have to take care. So it's International Clouded Leopard Day today. So have a look at them um, online. Have a look at how cute they are and how adorable. Um, it's Assistance Dog Day. So not just guide dogs for the blind, but hearing dogs. Um, and all service dogs, assistance dogs, are 
very um uh, very well you know trained and um and they're all very hard working i know one who's um actually bless him he loads the the not the dishwasher the washing machine he takes the washing out of the basket and loads the washing machine and puts it on turns it on i mean it's a, a sort of a um a special washing machine but the dog actually does it um because its owner can't um awesome absolutely awesome some of the things that these dogs can be trained to do um are amazing um my mum for instance is um i've already said she's disabled um but she doesn't have a dog but she could have one because she has epilepsy um and apparently these dogs some of these dogs can sense or they can be trained to sense when a seizure is coming on um so really if she didn't have um people around her all the time then obviously she would need something like that but she's okay because she's um she's got lots of people around her all the time but um but then they sit with the dog uh, they sit with the person their owner um until they come round and they make sure that they're okay um and then also go and get help as well which is amazing so definitely assistance dog day and it's the u.s coast guard birthday definitely definitely well worth happy birthday because um the coast guard is just another um uh emergency service uh for people that are out on the sea and get lost or get um you know hurt at sea the coast guard are amazing people so, and they you they're all um or a lot of them are volunteers as well they don't actually get paid to do that and risk their own lives so well done for the coast guard um and it's also single working women day so i don't know why it's only single working women um but it is it's single working women day so all those single ladies that work hmm. um <laughs> Anyway, there you go. That's the uh, days of today. Um, so, Andrew, yes, you got the riddle right. So well done. And um, I asked what kind of um, what language you would like to, to learn. And you said that you would like to learn French. Um, because you find it the easiest out of all of um, the uh, languages, the different languages. So. Um. Uh, as I said, my children use the app Duolingo. It's got a frog on it and it's D-U-O-L-I-N-G-O. And it's basically, it means um, duo, so, so dual languages. So, um, And it's so easy to follow. Definitely, definitely, if you want to learn French, um, download the app and have a look at it. It's really well worth it. Uh, Jasper, you said you want to you learn French as well, and you also said because it's the easiest of all the languages, or it seems to be the easiest of all the languages. I think it must be because 
Um, that's possibly why schools start out with French. Um, and uh, as I say, my my daughter goes up to secondary school this year and um, so she'll start learning French. I don't know whether I've done her a disservice really because she already knows a lot of French. So she'll be a little bit bored probably in the... Um... <laughs> in the lessons uh, probably have made her worse anyway jasper you're going on or you've gone on holiday to sark um not quite sure where that is so i'll have to google that or you could let me know where sark is um it sounds nice sark hmm, sounds like shark doesn't it <laughs> um so geo you don't want to learn any other language you're quite happy with your own um, that's fine. Uh, and you were the one that messaged in to say that your birthday um, was in September. So yours was the message that I lost. I do apologise to you. Um, but now I have actually written it down in my birthday book. So you're all done. <laughs> and also, uh, Daisy and Alice, um, hi to you. And you, Daisy have asked me to pop your um, birthday in my birthday book as well. And of course, that's absolutely fine. Um, I will certainly do that. Um, now, where are we? Alice, um, I will need yours as well because I can't mention one without the other, can I? So what I've got is I've got a book and it's got all the dates in it. It's like a diary. And I put everybody's birthdays in it. OK, um, so everyone that asks me uh, to wish them happy birthday, I put them in my birthday book so I don't forget. Um, and I look at it every day before I um, before I record anything to see whether I've got to say happy birthday to anybody. Um, so if you want your birthday read out, if you want me to say happy birthday to you, um, then please let me know. And I will um, put your birthday in my birthday book. And next year, um, it will still be um, in my birthday book. So next year, I'll be able to do it as well. So there you go. Um, I've had people um, who asked me a year ago if I could mention their birthday and I mentioned them again this year because it was still in my birthday book. So um, there you go. And they couldn't believe that I remembered. It wasn't really a trick. It was a trick, though. I didn't really remember at all. I was uh, reading from the book. So shh, don't tell them, though. <laughs> Just let people think that I've got a very, very good memory. <laughs> we all know I don't have. We all know my, my um, memory is awful full of holes i have um my memory is anyway i thought we would read chapter six of the adventures of the wishing chair so where does the chair take them today Ooh, let's have a look so the Land of Dreams is chapter six. Molly, Peter, come quickly. 
The chair is growing its wings again, whispered Binky, peeping in at the dining room window. The children were busy painting and drawing, but they at once put away their things and scampered down the garden to their playroom. <gasps> Giddy, cried Peter as he saw the red wings of the chair slowly flapping to and fro. Come on, everyone. Where shall we go this time? Oh, well, let the chair take us where it wants to, said Binky, sitting on the top of the back as usual. Off we go! And mind you don't get worried if I fall off, Molly. Oh, I shan't worry any more, laughed Molly. Molly. You can look after yourself, all right, Binky. Off they went into the air. Where's the chair going, Binky? asked Molly presently. I think it's going to the land of dreams, said Binky. Oh, I don't know that I like that. Strange things happen there. Oh, perhaps we'd better not go. Oh, do let, said Peter. We'll be all right. So, down to the land of dreams flew the chair and came to rest outside a small sweet shop. Peter felt in his pocket and found a penny there. I'll buy some toffee, he cried. He went into the shop and saw a large old sheep sitting there, knitting. He stared at her in surprise and then asked for a penny worth of toffee. She gave him some in a bag and he ran out. He opened the bag and offered the toffee to the others. But when they tried to take some, they found that the bag was full of green peas. How extraordinary! I told you strange things happened here, said Binky. Come on, let's carry the chair in case it runs away or something. He turned to pick it up and gave a shout. It had turned into a little dog and its red wings were now red ribbons around the dog's neck. Oh, I say, look at that. What are we going to do now, said Binky in dismay. They all stared at the dog, which wagged its tail hard. Suddenly, there came an angry shout behind them. Spot! Spot! Come here, sir. The dot children turned and saw a clown running down the road, calling to the dog. Quick, we must run off with the dog before the clown gets it, said Binky. It may change back into a chair again at any moment and we can't let anyone else have it. He caught up the surprised dog and the three of them raced down the street at top speed. Stop thief! Stop thief! shouted the clown and ran after them. He caught them up and took hold of Binky. Well, to the children's amazement, the clown then turned into a large fat policeman. I arrest you for stealing a dog, said the policeman solemnly. Binky stared at him in despair, but Molly cried out loudly, what do you mean, policeman? We haven't any dog. And sure enough, the dog had changed into a yellow duck. <laughs>
There it was, under Binky's arm, quacking away for all it was worth. The policeman stared at it, looked very blue, and in a trice had changed into a blue motor van that trundled itself down the street. Oh, I don't like this land, said Molly. Things are never the same two minutes running. Well, nor are they in dreams, said Binky. You can't expect anything else. I didn't want to come here, you know. I say, won't any one of you carry this duck? It's awfully heavy. He handed it to Peter, a great yellow bird. But even as Peter took it, something strange happened. The bird's beak, legs and tail disappeared. And all that was left was a great pile of yellow stuff that slithered about in Peter's hands. Ow! he cried. It's cold. It's ice cream. I can't hold it. You must! You must! shouted Binky and he and Molly did their best to hold the slippery mass together. But it was no good. It slithered to the ground and began to melt. There goes our chair, said Binky sorrowfully. It looks as if we're here forever now. First it turned into a dog, then into a duck, and now into ice cream. This is a horrid adventure. They left the melting ice cream and went on down the street. Peter took out his bag of green peas and looked at them again. They had turned into tiny balloons, ready to be blown up. He gave one balloon to Binky and one to Molly. They began to blow them up. But, oh dear, oh dear, dear, instead of blowing up the balloons, they blew themselves up. Yes, they really did. Peter stared in dismay, but he couldn't stop them. There they were. Molly and Binky, two big balloons swaying about in the air. And they even had strings tied to them. Oh, Peter was afraid they might blow away, so he took hold of the strings. He wandered down the street alone, very puzzled and unhappy. Oh, nothing seemed real. The land of dreams was very peculiar indeed. The two enormous balloons floated along behind him and when he turned to look at them, oh, what a shock he had! They were not in the least like Binky and Molly anymore. One was green and one was blue. And even as Peter stared at them, the air began to escape from each balloon. They rapidly grew smaller and smaller and smaller still. And soon they were just tiny lumps of coloured rubber hanging from the string. Peter looked at them sadly. All that's left of Molly and Binky, he thought unhappily. No wishing chair either. Only me. Oh Dear, oh dear, whatever will be the end of this strange adventure? 
he put the balloons into his pocket and went on. He came to a large hall where a concert seemed to be going on. He slipped inside and sat down on a chair. He suddenly felt very tired indeed. He shut his eyes and yawned. The chair began to rock softly. Peter opened his eyes and saw that it had changed into a rocking horse. But things no longer astonished him in the land of dreams. Oh, it would be surprising if peculiar things didn't happen. Not if they did. Soon he was fast asleep on the rocking horse. It rose up into the air and flew out of the door. Peter slept on. He didn't wake up until hours afterwards. And when at last he opened his eyes, what a surprise! He was in the playroom at home, lying on the rug by the window. He sat up at once and remembered everything. Sorrowfully, he put his hands into his pockets and pulled out the two air balloons. Molly and Binky, said Peter sadly. Yes, do you want us, said Molly's voice. And to his astonishment and delight, he saw both Molly and Binky sitting in the wishing chair nearby, both yawning, just waking up from a sleep. Oh, he said, I must have dreamt it all then. <gasps> Listen, you two, I had such a funny dream. I went to the land of dreams and... Yes, 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 said Binky impatiently. We've all been there. It was a real adventure and I do not want to go there again. Oh, it was a horrid feeling turning into a balloon. It was a good thing you put us into your pocket, Peter. Was it a real adventure then? cried Peter in amazement. As real as adventures ever are in the land of dreams, said Binky. Now, what about some real toffee that won't turn into green peas or balloons? Go get your, some treacle from your cook, Molly, and we'll make some. I think we deserve a treat after that horrid adventure. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine one of your dreams actually coming true? Some of my dreams are really, really weird. Do you want to know one dream? I dreamt that my children turned into jelly babies. Oh, my goodness. Proper jelly babies, you know, the ones that you get in the packets. And I took them to school and it was raining. And one of them, it was a red jelly baby. I don't know which child it was, but it was a red jelly baby. And it fell into a puddle and it melted. <laughs> Can you imagine that kind of dream coming true? That's awful. I woke up and... I, didn't like it, so I would really hate it to come true. Oh my goodness, imagine your children turning into jelly babies. <laughs> What's the weirdest dream you've ever had? You must have had some really, really weird ones. Or perhaps you're the type of person who doesn't have dreams. Well, you do have dreams, but you don't remember them. Um... I have very, very weird dreams and I have some really 
bad dreams sometimes nightmares and i know that my daughter does as well but um what about you what's the weirdest dream you've ever had that is going to be the question today hmm, i'm looking forward to hearing some of these dreams and don't worry how long they are if you can't fit them onto the message on here then send me a message either via email or messenger or on the kudos board um, because you can put as many um, words into those as you like so anyway i am going to go okay um it's friday it is the last day of the week so the sooner that i get this day over with the sooner that i can have um the whole weekend off yes <laughs> anyway you all make sure that your day is perfect but make sure that while you're having a perfect day you eat lots of chocolate chip cookies <laughs> and also take care and stay safe okay and i will see you all again tomorrow